At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSN, the sports betting network. What's up, folks? Welcome in. It is another edition of The Edge here on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Energy's palpable. We got a good show on tap today. Brian Edwards is going to be with us, professional college sports handicapper, coming up 30 minutes from now as we continue to unveil the teams in our Edge Top 40. And we do have a team in the um, – does Brian live there or does he just have a, uh, a very strong knowledge of the state of Florida? He lives in okay. the state of Florida. All right, so one of our two teams – resides in the state of Florida in our Edge Top 40 poll that we are unveiling today. We'll get to that coming up in a little bit. We start today, though, of course, as we've been doing pretty much every day, Matt. National Football League, the preseason, quickly. I guess you call it it is underway with the Hall of Fame game, but it starts in earnest this week, of course, Thursday. And I know that you wanted to begin, and I think this is a fascinating spot to begin, with the New England Patriots are going to be taking on the New York Giants at the beginning of this preseason. And we've heard a lot coming out of the Patriots camp that's not been overwhelmingly positive. For the Patriots offense. Yeah, we, uh, I think seriously have to question what's going on with the Patriots at this point. When Matt Patricia, the former defensive coordinator, is calling the plays for the offense. And it doesn't seem to be going well. Tom Curran, who covers the Patriots for NBC Sports Boston, tweeted this yesterday. The Patriots' number one offense has been distressingly bad. Run stuffs, aborted plays, would-be sacks. Distress lobs into traffic just to get the ball out, beginning to feel it's less the new offense and more the post-scar cycle of offensive line coaches. They are perpetually overwhelmed. You could also say the lack of an offensive coordinator. Josh McDaniels, now the Raiders head coach, and Bill Belichick did not fill the, fill the offensive coordinator position in the offseason. He's trying to patch some holes 
And uh, I don't think Matt Patricia is the guy you want to call so, in the place for the offense. Is it Matt Patricia or is it Joe Judge? Because I'm seeing conflicting like reports. I know, like for example, Warren Sharp has called it uh, the Patricia slash Judge offense. So I don't know if they're both having a hand in play. Well, calling. from what I read in the past week, Patricia's been calling most of the plays. Okay, in the so offense. I think Judge is like a quarterback coach then, or something like that. Well, right? Judge is also an offensive coach, right. but. I don't think he's the primary. Who knows? How about, really? Well, really? How about who some, knows? When you don't have a head coach who designates one guy and says, this is the guy who's going to be calling the plays, you're experimenting. You're trying to figure out who should be the right guy to call plays when the season starts. Maybe it's Patricia one week, Judge the next, and Belichick's going to decide who who's better. Right. Well, and here's the thing. There's a couple more, too, right? For example, Phil Perry tweeted out yesterday, Patriots defense running rough shot over the offense. Highlights for that side were sacks, he puts in quotes, by Christian Barmore, Matt Judon during a third down period. Offense looks broken. Can't protect, losing one-on-ones. Blitz is getting through. No run game. Miscommunications on routes. Um, there's a couple more. Zach Cox, Mac Jones took the first 20 reps in 11 on 11 drills, staying in even after the Patriots rotated out their O-line regulars. And it's been ugly. A quarter of the reps resulted in a sack or a scramble and all six completions were within a few yards of the line of scrimmage. Yeah. And hopefully Mac Jones does not end up taking the blame when this offense looks bad because it sounds like the problems uh, don't have much to do with him. Bill Belichick was talking about a week ago about how much Mac Jones has improved, how impressed uh, he has been with the second-year quarterback, uh, but they apparently have a lot of problems around him in that offense. And, uh, you know, uh, the Patriots have spent a lot of money on wide receivers and tight ends. Mm-hmm. That's one thing. I think they have the highest – they spent the uh, largest portion of the payroll of any team in the NFL on wide receivers and tight ends. Uh, but their offensive line uh, needs some work. And, like I said, they don't have a competent play caller – that we know of at this point. So there's been a flip of favorites in the Thursday night preseason game. Uh, this is when it really gets started for week one. There are two games on Thursday night, but this is the first. The Giants have gone from two-point road dogs to one-and-a-half or two-point favorites in Foxborough on Thursday night. I bet the Giants minus one-and-a-half in this game. Total is uh, 34. A JVT, all the reports out of Giants camp aren't so great either. Right. Uh, Obviously, Brian Dable, the new head coach, the former Bills offensive coordinator, he benched Daniel Jones briefly uh, yesterday. Here's a tweet from Dan Duggan. Tyrod Taylor just replaced Daniel Jones with the starting offense for one play. Hard to tell why Jones got the hook, but there was a busted play on the previous snap, and Dable didn't seem happy. Jones back in after one play, but we've seen other reports that Jones has, uh, I think, been error-prone and not very accurate with his throws so far in practice. But what I like about the Giants in this preseason game is that they seem to be a little bit ahead of the Patriots in terms of offense. And Tyrod Taylor is a quarterback who should be able to move the ball. Mm-hmm. Now, he's a veteran. He's mobile. And I like him better than Brian Hoyer. I'll say that because uh, I don't know how much Mac Jones is going to play. I wouldn't think it's a lot. But Brian Hoyer and Bailey Zappi, the rookie from Western Kentucky, are the backup quarterbacks uh, for the Patriots. I like the Tyrod Taylor situation with the Giants. Behind him is Davis Webb, another quarterback who can move the ball. And you also have the situation with Brian Dable, which I think is a positive one for the preseason because you you look at coaches, how aggressive are they going to be with their play calling, how long are they going to play their starters. And I wrote about this at some point spread weekly um, that's going to be out tomorrow. 
Brian Dable was an assistant coach to Sean McDermott in Buffalo. In the last two preseasons in Buffalo, the Bills went 7-0 straight up and against the spread. Mm. And Dable was commenting yesterday to the New York media that I anticipate all of our guys playing on Thursday. He's not going to take it easy. He plans with a new with a you know a new coach, new scheme that he needs to get these guys out there on the field and get them ready for week one. He plans to play his guys probably more than the Patriots do on Thursday night, and that's why we've seen this line flip from Patriots minus two to Giants minus one and a half or two. Yeah, and some of the other reports, too, coming out of camp for the New York Giants. I think we, it was that Dan Dugan you guys had yeah. that we could throw up there as well because the second part of that was the major struggle for Jones in the offense. Two interceptions, one on a deep pass he floated that gave Xavier McKinney time to get over, and another on an overthrow that was caught by Adoree Jackson, as he notes, uh, out of sorts all day. So this has been part of the theme here. But here's also the thing when it comes to both, I think, the Giants, the Patriots, and just what you hear at the training camp in general. What was the one thing? I think you and I have called back to this quite a few times. When I remember going into the first year, the full year of the Patrick Mahomes experience, he couldn't stop throwing picks in practice mm-hmm. during training. Oh, yeah. It was a really big deal that he kept turning the ball over. Lo and behold, it was probably just him trying to figure some things out and seeing what he could and couldn't do in the National Football League. And we know what happened his first year and so on. So I wouldn't overreact to this when it comes to either one of these teams. But I will say, when you talk about like a big change for the New, York, New England Patriots and what you don't know what's going to happen with that, that is somewhat worrisome to hear when they had all the signs pointing to some sort of regression this year, you know? Yeah, it looks like the offense is going to be out of sync for, yeah. for the Patriots. Maybe you want to look under the total of 34 in that game. I mentioned last week, in 2021, including the Hall of Fame game in week one, 15 of the 17 games stayed under the total. Now, the Hall of Fame game went over the total this year. Raiders-Jaguars with Jacksonville scoring a late touchdown, but it looked like it was going to be a dead under Also, Josh uh, for McDaniels wanted to score. McDaniels was aggressive. He, he came out in a shotgun <laughs> throwing deep uh, on the first series of the game. Brian Dable might be aggressive like that, too. Yeah. Uh, let's look at some of these NFL preseason coaching trends because uh, I spent some time researching this last night. I think um, you can you can figure out who some of the coaches are who who want to win, who want to get things accomplished, and then some of the coaches who don't give a damn about the preseason. Uh, the obvious is John Harbaugh, 20-0 and 0 straight up, 18-2 and 2 against the spread since 2016. It's insane to think – he has not lost a preseason game since 2015. Right. Now, obviously, 2020, there was no preseason canceled because of the COVID pandemic. So when I say last two years, I mean the last two years that the NFL had a preseason, which would have been 21 and 19. Sean McDermott, 7-0 and straight up in ATS the last two years. Belichick, 9-2 and straight up, 8-3 and ATS the last three years. Mike Tomlin, 12-4 and straight up, 3-1 and each year for the last four years. And Tomlin's got a competitive quarterback situation that you think should be a positive in the preseason for Pittsburgh. Competitive quarterback competition of bad quarterbacks, but still competitive nonetheless. There's a lot of bad quarterback. You're going to see a lot of bad quarterback play in the preseason, especially with most of these number ones not playing much at all, if if at all. Frank Reich of the Colts, 3-0 straight up, 2-1 ATS last year. And uh, the Colts actually play the Bills this week. Here's a guy I think is going to be a fade. you got to look to bet against the Rams or bet under the total or both. Sean McVay takes a five-game losing streak into the preseason. Last year, the Rams and McVay, when they lost all three preseason games, scored a total of 34 points. That's 11.3 points a game. And I read this morning that John Walford might not even take snaps. The number two quarterback might not even play in the week one preseason game. You're going to look at the number three and number four quarterbacks 
uh, playing, getting all the snaps for the Rams this week against the Chargers. And uh, the Chargers now favored by three and a half in that game. Mike McCarthy of the Cowboys, 0-4 straight up in ATS last year. And Arthur Smith of the Falcons, 0-3 straight up in ATS last year. Yeah, Sean McVay doesn't really care about the preseason that much. It's been pretty You know what, especially off a Super Bowl win, right. what's, where's the urgency? There is none. So you're not going to see Matthew Stafford. You're not going to see Cooper Cup. Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, other stars are not going to play Perkins, at all. Luis Perez show. It is. Bryce Perkins is going to be the guy who probably gets the start yep. for the Rams. And then Luis Perez, who was just signed a couple weeks ago uh, to be the number four, will probably play the second half. You're talking about Perkins and Perez. I think you have to bet under the total. The more I looked at that game this morning, that's probably what I'm going to play. Like I said, 15 of 17 games under the total last year. Hall of Fame and week one. All right, last 60 seconds, really a very quick mention here, and it's worth building on maybe a little bit later. Uh, but one of the win totals I added just uh, about a week ago or so, Bears under six at plus money as opposed to the six and a half at a minus price. Well, it's continuing to fall apart for them. Tevin Jenkins, we talked about this a couple of weeks uh, go their second year pro yeah. along the offensive line, requesting a trade potentially. Well, Roquan Smith, uh, their linebacker and arguably their best player, uh, has also requested a trade and wants out of Chicago. So it does seem like the Bears situation is getting worse. And it seemed like the Bears might be more than willing to ship off everybody to acquire assets and kind of do this whole rebuild the tough way. That'd be a total rebuild. Yep. And if, uh, if you trade Roquan Smith, it becomes a total rebuild at this point. Uh, like you said, I think he's their best defensive player. It's, it's kind of late in the process to be requesting a trade. Um, the Bears right now is still a bet MGM. You can bet under six and a half, minus 140 on the win total. I would say play that. Almost every sharp better I know is on the Bears under. Not a great start for my guy, Matt Eberflus. All right, we'll come back. We have more to get to, including the Edge Top 40 preseason poll. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? 
I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he didn't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. The College Football Guide is out now, and the NFL Guide coming soon, folks. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations. Plus, best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VEASAN All-Access subscriber. You sign up early and for a discounted $175, bucks, you will receive the college and pro football betting guides along with the full VEASAN access that includes everything we do through the Super Bowl. Or you can join us for 40 bucks a month to see everything VEASAN has to up your betting game. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the Sports Betting Network family. I'll add that at the end. Family. We're all family here, right? There's no secrets at VSIN. There are no? No. Oh. Family loves one another. Doesn't keep anything. That's why we're family. The Edge family. <laughs> Tight as a rock. As far as it, we know. <laughs> all right. No more dillying and dallying. So, the Edge preseason top 40 poll. Brian Edwards, by the way, professional handicapper, is going to be with us in about 15 minutes to get his thoughts on where we're at up to this point. But we bring Brian on today because we need a little bit of his expertise because we are going to Florida today, that humans. The 16th ranked team in the Edge college football preseason top 40, drum roll please, is the Miami Hurricanes. Ooh, yes. Surprising? No. Miami, I think, is a very intriguing team that brings back quite a bit of talent. Mario Cristobal, of course, takes over as head coach of the Hurricanes, trying to bring them back to, back to prominence yet again. Third head coach since 2016 for this program. Actually, it might be a little bit of a smaller timeline than that. But regardless, you look at everything they bring back, seven on either side of the ball, but the big name, Tyler Van Dyke, who came on strong last year, young quarterback, sophomore for them coming into this season, and a lot of the hopes rest on his shoulders, a team that is littered with talent, and a schedule that I think sets up very nicely for the Hurricanes to make some noise. Yeah, it does, and it's uh, going to be interesting with Cristobal and actually the NIL situation, the transfer portal. I don't think he's going to have any problems bringing in a ton of talent to the U over the next couple of years. Got to do something with it, though. And Tyler Van Dyke uh, looks like he's going to be the quarterback uh, to pull the trigger for a pretty good offense this season. I think he had 25 TDs, six interceptions last year. You could see the potential. I mean, as a guy who took over that offense after Derek King, uh, he he really lit a fire under the Hurricanes last year. I thought it looked pretty impressive. He's a, a, a rising uh, pro prospect at this point. If he takes off and has a big year, watch out. The Hurricanes win total 8.5 over minus 135. And uh, to make the college football playoff at DraftKings 12-1, to I don't think I'm going to go that far with Miami. Uh, but the key game early in the season is obviously September 17th. Hurricanes go to College Station to play Texas A&M. If you yeah. win that game, all of a sudden, opens a lot of eyes that maybe the Hurricanes are going to be players in the playoff discussion. Because I don't think 
I don't think they're going to be, I'll say, underdogs. If they win that Texas A&M game, I don't think Miami would be an underdog again until it played at Clemson in late November. Uh, yeah, I would say so, actually. I think that is pretty much the case as you look at it overall. Um, and look, with Van Dyke, I think one of the things that you really liked from him last year, which I think gives you some confidence heading into this year, uh, is he showed real growth. His first three starts in the year actually weren't that great. He threw, uh, I think, his first three starts, we're talking about uh, five touchdowns to three interceptions, had a pretty poor performance on the road against UNC, and they ended up losing in a shootout. But then from there on out, Matt, I mean, and this is against quality competition. Home against NC State, that was then number 18th in the country. Mm-hmm. Number On the road against Pitt, number 17. They win both of those games. That was a big win at Pitt last year. Don't forget, that was yep. a really good, that was a double-digit Pitt, a team, Pitt team that won double digits and had Kenny Pickett. And, and those last, I mean, look at it. From, from that start, October 23rd to the end of the year, we're talking about a kid who throws just three interceptions, takes care of the football, performs in a really big way against some quality competition. And he got to beat up on some bad teams like Duke at the end of the year or whatever, but he showed some real growth, and I think that's why you're really intrigued about this. And Mario Cristobal, we've talked about this before. He's not really a guy that, as we said, adds wins on the margins, but he's a really good recruiter, generally ups the play of his offensive lines. Like there's some positives mm-hmm. bringing in a guy like Cristobal that I think would give you a baseline of play that would allow you to take advantage of a schedule like this. Yeah, 14 starters back, uh, plenty of talent coming in. Cristobal is going to be able to recruit. There's no doubt. Yep. He had that reputation before he went to Oregon. Uh, you know, let's face it, um, almost anybody could walk into the Oregon program and recruit, but Cristobal is one of the best at it, and he's going to be able to bring a lot of talent to Miami. Uh Let's check out the schedule one more time because that Texas A&M game is obviously important in September. I think it's a little early in the season to expect uh, Miami to uh, win a road game of that magnitude against the Aggies, but they could get on quite a roll uh, for the next couple months until they get to that home game against Florida State and uh, Clemson on the road there in November. I can't bet under eight and a half here. When I look at the schedule, I think uh, if Miami has its act together, this should be a nine-win team. I don't want to bet it over. I think the eight and a half number shaded over minus 125 is probably right. But uh, this team's got potential to uh, go over that number. I am looking right now, so let's see. Open the season with uh, a couple of gimmies, and Bethune-Cookman and Southern Miss, even though I don't think Southern Miss is going to be that bad. And Middle Tennessee – also on the schedule, so it's not like the non-conference aside from A&M is that tough. By uh, by Steve Mackinnon's numbers, if you, and you could find these in the College Football Betting Guide, of course, um, looking at their schedule, if you're talking about estimated lines by Mackinnon's power ratings, the underdogs in two games, the Hurricanes are on the road against Texas A&M, on the road against Clemson. Mm-hmm. Those are the only two games they'd be underdogs in this year. Yeah, that was actually uh, really good info that Steve Mackinnon put in point spread. What was that, two weeks ago? Yeah. Um, that was some good stuff where he projected the point spreads based on the power ratings for uh, each team's entire schedule, yep. which was uh, really cool stuff. I actually think it's worth reprinting that point spread weekly again in case you missed it. Or but, uh, go to the huh? college football betting guide because it's included in every single schedule. How yeah. about that? Yeah. Huh? Look at that. Make sure you check that out. He's got them as a 57-point favorite against Bethune-Cookman week one. <laughs> so, again, you can use these as part of your information and you move forward with that. So Miami, well, Miami did in. play Central Connecticut State last year and won that game 69-0. So I did. Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, yeah, with the win total overall, I actually think 8.5 minus 125 is a pretty fair number, and I would actually look for them to go over. I don't know how good they are in the big picture, but I think the schedule sets up nicely enough that there are nine, ten wins written all over. Yeah, the reason I'm not going to bet this over is Cristobal has proven he can screw up game management situations <laughs> yes. in the fourth quarter. 
That's his weakness as a coach. Uh, I would agree with that. I would absolutely agree with that. So we go from Miami in Florida, which we'll talk to uh, with Edwards coming up in a little bit, to Texas. And we talk about the Big 12 because the Big 12's got a pretty good, a couple of good teams in there. But Baylor checks in as our 15th ranked team in the edge preseason top 40. The defending Big 12 chance, 12 and 2 last year, 10 and 4 against the spread. They get 12 guys coming back overall, six on both sides of the ball. Blake Shapin is going to be the guy to look at here. Now, Shapin actually wasn't the starter for them for the majority of last year, but did start the Big 12 title game and was their guy that led them to victory. And this is an interesting team because while Shapin comes back, a lot of missing production at the skill positions for him, but a relatively solid offensive line and a defense that's got enough personnel and a coach in Dave Aranda that I would think would maximize the talent on that end of the floor, uh, that side of the ball. Baylor is a pretty intriguing team in a conference that I think, Matt, is like rife with parity. A bunch mm-hmm. of these teams that are in the same level with one another, Okie State, Baylor, Texas, and Oklahoma, all going to be duking it out here. Baylor, I think, should be taken very seriously. Yeah, no doubt. Baylor won the Big 12 last year, was a seven-point underdog in that conference championship game, beat Oklahoma State 21-16. to And I thought... Uh, the difference in that game was Dave Aranda being a defensive genius. He, he's yep. an elite defensive coach, and uh, that's going to win a lot of games for you. Also, Blake Shapin did step up a quarterback and uh, play pretty well uh, last year. And with his experience coming back, I think the Bears are in a pretty good spot here. They were 12-2 and straight up and 10-4 and against the spread last season. Yep. So the Baylor Bears were moneymakers uh, for sure. I, uh, I'm not sure – if I would bet this win total over seven and a half, I think I would lean that way and it's priced at seven and a half over minus 150. It seems to me the win total, the right number here is probably eight. When you look at the schedule, uh, the Bears have to play at BYU and Provo on September 10th. Yep. At Iowa State, you got two tough road games just in the month of September before you jump into the, uh, the meat grinder that is the uh, Big 12 schedule. And you have road games against Oklahoma and Texas in the final month of the season. So it's not like the schedule really breaks their way. Don't forget, um, a lot of these games in the Big 12 are probably going to be coin flip type games. How about Baylor at West Virginia in the middle of October? You know, there's there's really no easy outs in the Big 12. In the past, you could say Kansas was an easy out, but I even think the Jayhawks are going to be better. And, hey, the Jayhawks won in Austin, Texas last year. So uh, it's not an automatic win. Uh, it's, It's hard for me to bet over on some of these Big 12 teams because I think that conference is, uh, like you said, uh, I hate the word sometimes, but there is a lot of parity. He's uh, rife in front of it. That's a pretty good word. Top to bottom. Rife with parity? I don't think Kansas and uh, Texas are on equal footing uh, this year, but uh, there there are a lot of coin flip type games that could go either way, and uh, that's why I don't want to bet Baylor over the total. Also, the thing that works against Baylor, if when you're handicapping it too, uh, the skew of road games in conference as opposed to home games. Four mm-hmm. home games in Big 12 play, five road games in Big 12 play. And one of the home games is Kansas. It, it, yep. So, if but you're just looking about, at the road games, BYU, Iowa State, West Virginia, Texas Tech, Oklahoma, Texas, that's a tough road schedule. Don't forget about Albany. Don't look past Albany. I was going to say their mascot, but I forgot. Looks like a dog of some sort, but I can't see the logo from here. All right, we'll take our break. (laughs) When we come back, uh, we'll build a little bit more on Miami and what Brian Edwards thinks of what the Hurricanes' future could be like in 2022 when we come back here on The Edge. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsim.com. Check out those betting splits. You want to know where the money and the bets are moving every game? Betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets, where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, another way vsim's here to make you smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsim.com. Do we have the betting splits up there for the little, uh, little league baseball action? I don't know. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm not going to pretend so. that I, I know so. whether or not. I was going to say something, but I was going to. You know what, Matt? I, Matt's asking because his heart was warmed. We were just watching just a great moment where a little league pitcher beamed a kid right in the ear hole, and the kid came over to the mound and gave the kid a hug. Pitcher was shaking up. He's like, oh, my God, I almost decapitated somebody. They embraced on the pitching mound, and I, th- I swear, I thought I saw a tear come from your eye. Well, you were wrong. <laughs> yeah. You didn't see it. Maybe you were happy uh, because Brian Edwards, senior handicapper over at Vegas Insider, is uh, joining us now. How about that? I think that's where the tear yeah. of joy came from. Uh, Brian, good to talk to you, man. So we're unveiling our, t- our top 40 teams in our edge preseason poll in college football, mm-hmm. and we're going to pick your brain because one of them resides in Florida, and that would be Miami. The Hurricanes today checked in as our 16th-ranked team in our preseason top 40. Do you think that's an accurate spot for Mario Cristobal's squad? Um, I don't have them quite that high, but, um, I've got them at 22, but I mean, you know, I'm not going to give you guys a hard time about it. I've got them going, uh, nine and three. I like their offense. I like their quarterback. Um, I, you know, I just, I don't know about their defense. I mean, they give up, uh, 341 points in 12 games last year for an average of 28.4. But if we take away, you know, they bageled Central uh, Connecticut State, and they only gave up 10 to Duke. So if we take, you know, 331 points in 10 games, you know, if you take out the Duke and Central Connecticut State, they were giving up 33.1 points per game. They did add uh, 11 transfers. Uh, you got 10 from Power 5 programs to rank 12th uh, nationally uh, per, per 24-7 sports. I've got them losing at A&M. Um, I have got them losing at Clemson, and um, I think they go uh, into the regular season finale uh, against Pittsburgh, and that'll be for the ACC Coastal, in my opinion. And I think Pitt will uh, pull a minor upset in that one to leave Miami at nine and three. All right, uh, Brian Edwards with us. Talk about the uh, Edge preseason college football top 40. We're at number 16 with Miami. What was it about Tyler Van Dyke when you watched him play last year that told you he was a real deal, if you do believe that? Well, um, you know, he didn't play very well in the fourth quarter against FSU, and that was the night I bet on him. So (laughs) (laughs) He, he looked like the real deal, though. I mean, the eye test, you know, he's got good size, good arm strength. I mean, it was his first year as a starter, uh, it only started nine games, but threw for nearly 3,000 yards. The 25 to 6 TDI and T ratio is very good. Now, he did kind of, you know, uh, pad the stats against some really poor defenses. But, um, you know, NC State had a great defense. And, you know, he, he you know, leads them to victory against them. And Pitt had a good defense. And he, he led them to victory on the road at Pitt, the eventual ACC champ, as a nine-and-a-half point underdog. So, um, he... Uh, he showed, you know, some moxie uh, plenty of times. They just disappointed me against the Knolls. Tyler Van Dyke, the quarterback for the Hurricanes, 
Seven starters back in offense and defense. All right, so we know Mario Cristobal's got the reputation for being a great recruiter. Uh, do you think uh, he's going to take the Hurricanes to the next level, Brian, when you look at the big picture here in a state with a lot of talent and uh, obviously some other pretty good programs in Central Florida, Florida, Florida State, South Florida. Do you think Cristobal's the right man for the job here for Miami? Absolutely. I mean, you know, he was an alum. He was an assistant there for a long time. He got the FIU program going and had it going well. And uh, they kind of inexplicably got rid of him after one bad season. But then he goes and, you know, is like recruiter of the year and, you know, is under Saban and then goes out to Oregon and and was doing pretty well uh, there. And, I mean, you know, it was, what, he was only there, like, what, two years? So, um, I know they had some disappointing games against Utah, but, you know, he was still building that thing up. And he was doing it, you know, as far away from, you know, his main recruiting ground in, in Dade and, and Broward County and just the South uh, in general. And, and he's got the big donors are committing more money than they have ever committed to Miami football. Yep. And he's hired a great staff. So, yeah, I think it's a great hire. And um, I, yeah, I'm a little concerned about it being a Florida Gator. <laughs> Chris the Bear Felica of ESPN is probably fired up about it being a hurricane. Yes. You know, I thought there was a chance Miami would bring back Dwayne The Rock Johnson as football coach. (laughs) Did you ever see the job he did with that team from Gridiron Gang? Did you ever see that movie? It's a great movie. Yeah. They overcame uh, that kid getting shot on the field. Yeah. That's great. I I thought maybe he would get that job, but Mario Cristobal got it. Yeah. Brian Edwards with us. So, uh, Brian, when you look at the overall, when the the ACC as a whole, outside of Miami, I think we could talk about Clemson in its own stratosphere, but it seems that Miami, North Carolina State, Pitt are three teams that are kind of hovering around uh, in the same level with one another. Uh, How would you rate those three out when you compare them with each other? So, I have uh, NC State at Number eight, I've got Clemson, uh, number five. I've got Pitt, number 11, and I've got Miami, uh, 22. Uh, I have, where do I have Louisville? I'm looking here. Uh, I've got Louisville uh, not till 36, and I've got Wake Forest at 35. I mean, I think Wake Forest may have a top 10 offense, but they may have a bottom 20 or so uh, defense. Or, I mean, you know. Wake Forest may end up being better than 35. Mm-hmm. Um, I know their offense is good. How about win totals in the ACC? How many have you bet, Brian, if you bet any? Uh, let's see. I have bet Georgia Tech under. I have bet Pitt over. And and the numbers are actually getting better. On I, I, One of my accounts has moved Georgia Tech to four uh, and, and Pitt down from eight and a half to eight. So uh, I think I'm going to bet even more. All right. Brian Edwards says Georgia Tech under four and a pit over eight. I like it, Brian. Uh, Brian, all right, Brian, let's go to – I don't know why I say your name so many times there. I had a brain fart there. Uh, let's go to the Big 12 and unveil our next team. So we were talking about number 15, Baylor. Dave Aranda coming back, of course, after a successful year when he wins the Big 12. Uh, what do you make of the Bears as they head into what I believe is a conference that is uh, filled with a bunch of teams that are pretty similar to one another and going to beat up on each other once the season begins? But number 15, Baylor, too high or too low for you? Oh, a hat tip to the uh, the Edge top 40 guys, which I assume is just the two of you, because I have Baylor at number 15 <laughs> as well. I have already played there over 7.5. Uh, it was a little juiced. I, I think I had it at minus 150, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think they got a good chance to go 10-2, and two, 
I love their O-line and D-line, which still feels national unit rankings rate. Their O-line seventh, and they rank the D-line uh, fourth, and their special team 20th. You know, we haven't seen much of the quarterback, Blake Chapin. Uh, he only got two starts last year, but they were in big games, and he played well, um, 62 of 86 for uh, 72.1 completion percentage, five touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, so, you know, small sample size, obviously. But um, he played well. Uh, now, they did lose their top three receivers. What, one thing I don't like, they did not really do much in the transfer portal. They only got three guys and only one from a Power 5 school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 12-2 and two last year, I love Aranda. I love his scheme uh, defensively. He's got a pretty good secondary uh, as well. So if the Blake Shapin kid at QB, if he can play well. Now, they lost some good running backs uh, also. But... Um, yeah, I, I, you know, in the trenches they're really good, and uh, you know I think they got a chance to go ten and two. Now at BYU, I have them losing. I have them losing at Oklahoma, um, and you know they could lose at Texas, um, could lose at Iowa State. But I've got them winning both of those games. And even if they don't, I mean, we could still be at eight and four and, and cash over seven and a half. Yeah, I was surprised that Dave Aranda did not bring in more transfers, but uh, he, he probably knows his uh, program and what and what he's doing. The coaches poll came out yesterday. Baylor number ten. I thought that's a little bit high for the Bears. We had uh, obviously Baylor at number fifteen, and we have four guys voting on the panel. Uh, Brian Edwards. We have um, power ratings from me, JVT, Adam Burke at Vsin, and Paul Stones. We uh, combined those four, and that's how we came up with the rankings. And we have yet to get to Texas in our top forty, but Texas is coming soon. Where do you have Texas in your poll, Brian? Uh, let's see. I'm looking for them now. 33. Wow. wow. Okay. Brian Edwards not high on the Longhorns. You talk about a horrible defense. Woo. <laughs> we didn't talk about a horrible Texas defense in USC defense. yesterday. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. We, did. <laughs> we unveiled yesterday. <laughs> Brian, hey, we're up against it, but it's always good to talk to you, man. Thank you very much. Thanks, gentlemen. Y'all have a good one. Senior handicapper over at Vegas Insider, Brian Edwards. Wow. I love talking to people that are getting their opinions. The yeah. wide variety of opinions and the way they evaluate teams, uh, you will get mm-hmm. every single end of the spectrum. And looks like we have it there with Texas. All right, we'll come back, talk a little Major League Baseball. Talked about a few barking dogs yesterday. Well, best bets. A couple of them barked. We got some best bets as well and how we handle the Padres moving forward. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. We have a great time here. Welcome back. This segment of The Edge is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there's one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step toward change, Zen's going to be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, product contains nicotine, and nicotine is an addictive chemical. All right, let's get to best bets. I've got a couple in the preseason for week one uh, that I fired on last night. Giants minus one and a half against the Patriots. Not ahead of the line move here. Pats opened minus two, but I think the uh, the line has moved for good reason here. And uh, the Patriots out of sync on offense, and we're going to see Tyrod Taylor, I think, for a majority of the game, a quarterback for the Giants. Can I ask you a question very quickly? Mm-hmm. When it comes to preseason uh, because I'll be willing to, if I miss, like the line move is not as important in the preseason. How many points are you willing to to eat there And when it comes to missing out on the best number? Yeah, it's an interesting discussion because you don't have the same key numbers in the right. preseason. You actually see a lot of games decided by one or two points, mm-hmm. uh, you know, instead of three. Uh, so you got to be a little bit careful about that. But uh, when you're talking about going from uh, plus two to minus one and a half, I don't have a big problem with that. It just depends what the numbers are. Right. And uh, the information, I would say, too, right? Yeah, and when Brian Dable came out yesterday and said, I anticipate playing all my guys on right. Thursday night, that was the, the buy signal for me with the Giants because Bill Belichick's not going to play all his guys Thursday night. Dable's a first-year coach. He's trying to whip the Giants into shape, into shape in a hurry, and uh, I think he's doing the right thing. Again, like you said, he was an assistant to Sean McDermott and Buffalo the last two preseasons when the Bills went 7-0 and straight up in ATS. Yeah. So I do think he's going to emphasize playing well and winning in the preseason. Also played the Panthers plus three against Washington. And uh, I'm not really sure why the Commanders are three-point favorites in this game. Uh, when you look at their Taylor Heineke is their backup quarterback. Their quarterback depth chart's not too impressive behind Carson Wentz, who 
has not been impressing many people in camp. I don't know if Wentz is going to play a series or two or what he's going to do in this game. But when you look at the Panthers quarterback situation, it should be one of the best in the NFL in the preseason. Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold competing for that number one job. Why would Matt Rule not play those guys a lot in this game? Right. you got to find out who can master the offense and who should be your starting quarterback. You should be playing Mayfield and Darnold in this game, and I think they'll both play a little bit. Behind them, you got rookie Matt Corral from Mississippi, who uh, should probably be fired up to get an opportunity and prove his worth. And JVT, theoretically, he's competing with P.J. Walker for that number three job, but Corral's going to get the job because mm-hmm. he was a draft pick. So P.J. Walker is going to try to showcase his skills for another team if he gets let go. I think it's a really positive situation for the Panthers. I took plus three in that game. And some uh, NFL futures plays I'll, I'll throw out here. I'm not going to talk about them in depth like today. Like a couple of them, though. we got a lot of time to talk about these, and I've already talked about one of them at length. But uh, the Bears under six and a half, minus 140. That's a bet MGM. And I'm willing to lay the buck 40 to take the better number because a lot of books now have dropped us to six. Mm-hmm. Bet MGM is at six and a half, and uh, minus 140 is a price tag on that. Not too much uh, for me to pay, so I went ahead and played that yesterday. Cowboys under 10 and a half, minus 145. Same situation. A lot of books have moved this number to 10. Uh, now I'm not really interested in trying to push these bets. I want to win these bets, and I, I paid minus 145 instead of playing the Cowboys under 10 at plus 105 or even money, which is out there. I checked... Uh, probably seven or eight sports books yesterday trying to find the best number on these win totals. And uh, those two numbers were up at BetMGM uh, last night. I've talked about this one for three months. Eagles to win the NFC East, plus 185 up at Circa. That's the best number in the market. And uh, you and I were talking about this last week. It's hard to find value on the Super Bowl futures board when you're talking about mid-range or long shots. I think the Colts are that team with some value. Right behind us here at the South Point Sportsbook, you can still get the Colts at 25-1. to 1. I think that's the best price out there in the market right now. It seems about that. I, I bet I'm pretty early in the summer, so mm-hmm. I am. A, I, we, are, we share you got a thought 30 process. 30-1, right? Yeah, so yeah. we share a thought process on the Colts. And uh, now maybe we can be the most pro-Colts show. That's right. Last year we were the most pro-Patriots show. I don't think that, that same Patriots theme is going to carry over to this season. No. No, it's not because, well, it might be because the Patriots aren't good, or maybe it's because of the girls. Uh, all right, so what else you got in terms of golf? Uh, we got some golf. We'll talk about this on the Long Shots podcast tonight. Wes Reynolds and I will uh, tape that after today's show. I'm going to play two of my uh, two of my favorites here, Will Zalatoris and Cameron Young. Who is he? And uh, we're going to play 30-1, to 1, taking 30-1 to 1 odds. This is a FedEx St. Jude championship to start of the FedEx Cup playoffs. And you have an elite field this week in the PGA, so... It's not going to be easy uh, to win this week. I'm not going to play any of the favorites, just two of my favorites. Willie Z, who actually uh, tied for eighth last year on this course and shot four rounds in the 60s, talking about TPC Southwind outside of Memphis. Uh, Cameron Young, he's got four seconds and two-thirds. No course history here, but the guy just shows no weaknesses in his game, and I'm going to continue to play Cameron Young until he wins. Uh, Sam Burns at 35-1. to he took a playoff loss on this course last year, so I'm looking at course form with two of these three guys so far. And Billy Horschel, 48 to one, not a guy I bet very often, uh, but he's got five top tens. His past eight trips here, and uh, he actually had four rounds in the 60s last week, so he comes in pretty good form. 
as well. So uh, those are the four guys I'll play in the St. Jude Championship. And again, I'll be on with Wes Reynolds on the Long Shots podcast today. One more time for the VSIN Invitational at Prim Valley Golf Club over the weekend. Uh, I want to say uh, thanks to Dustin Flat, the pro out there, Mark Nolan, who helped me run the tournament, Elite Golf, our business partners, CustomCasinoChips.com, and Ace Hole Sports. Did you get your Ace Hole hat? I didn't, but it's because my head's too massive. I was uh, going to be a waste. Okay. You know what we I mean? didn't have any extra large hats. No, I, I don't know if extra large. When you're a size eight fitted, I don't think there's many. Uh, <laughs> there's many hats. They say one size fits all, but let's be honest, not all of them. And I'm one of the rare. I got a Bruce Bochy type head. You know what I mean? Massive. Uh, okay. Baseball. Speaking of Bochi, really quickly, wanted to go over a couple of things from last night. We move on to today, but we talked about three of the underdogs that seemed pretty mm-hmm. tempting yesterday. Orioles get that done. They went 7-4 against Toronto. The Giants win a nail-biter, one nothing over the Padres, whose offense continues to kind of sputter. The New York Yankees, though, are the lone favorite on the road against the Mariners. They get that done, but some fallout from that. Sorry, Santos. Sorry, Matt, but of course, Matt Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Looks like it's going to be a broken foot for that guy. So that some comparative timelines, six to eight weeks. So that the Yankees, all of a sudden, rash of injuries, just keep getting beat up a little bit here. Yes, yeah, bad luck for the Yankees uh, lately. Carpenter's been playing really well too. That was a great pickup by Brian Cashman. It was. It was one of those that very early in the year because I didn't recognize him without facial hair. I was like, who is that guy? Yeah. And then I realized, oh hey, it's Matt Carpenter. Uh, all right, it was a good win for the Yankees last night though, and. Uh, there's some sharp betters I know who were on the Yankees, yep. and they got that done easily last night to stop that five-game losing streak. And tonight, Garrett Cole goes to the mound. Cole yeah. allowed three homers in the first inning to the Mariners in the Bronx a week ago. Now can he bounce back? Against Luis Castillo and the Seattle Mariners. Yeah, one of the best trade deadline pickups. Seattle uh, got Luis Castillo from the Reds. I, I know a lot of Yankees fans were fr- frustrated. I think they wanted Castillo uh, to be a Brian Cashman target for the Yankees didn't happen. That was a good pickup for Seattle. We'll see if he can beat the Yankees tonight. I would have to lean plus 120 here with the home dog, considering uh, the Mariners just beat up Cole a week ago. Second consecutive start against the Yankees, too, by the way, mm-hmm. for Luis Castillo. And six and two-thirds uh, back on August 3rd and gave up just uh, three hits, or excuse me, three yeah. earned runs in that one, five hits. So mm-hmm. we'll see if that's going to be the case. Two other games really quickly. First off, my theory just here is looking at the San Diego. Again, the Padres, market's priced really high on them. If you look at Cobb's underlying numbers, Alex Cobb has got a sub-three fielding independent. Like, there's stuff to like about Alex Cobb, and you're catching plus 155. So here's my deal, Matt. Not so much going against the Padres every single outing, even though it is somewhat tempting at these prices, but maybe look in some of these games under the total as well because I kind of believe in Cobb being able to match up with a lineup that's clearly pressing at this point has been very inconsistent, but I think the Padres are, are pretty overvalued as we kind of move forward here in the rest of the regular it's season. Joe Musgrove on the other side yep, tonight, right? Joe Musgrove so, on the other side. Well, you were right yesterday. You were saying take the plus 170 or higher if you can get it with the Giants. Alex Wood pitched really well. I was surprised at how he shut down the Padres lineup last night. Yep. And uh, Blake Snell wasn't bad. He went five and two-thirds, allowed one run, but the Padres lose that game 1-0. And you just think about coming out of the trade deadline, all the hype surrounding the Padres, and uh, all the air's out of the balloon right now because uh, they just got swept by the Dodgers and shut out by the Giants. And uh, Otani, again, with that AAA lineup, uh, he is a $1.85 favorite in some spots 
on the road against the Oakland Athletics. Yeah, I can't, I can't lay that price with that lame Angels lineup. As much as I like Otani, he's got to be near perfect to win the game. Which gets lamer because Otani, apparently in his career, batting 181 against the Oakland Athletics. Mm-hmm. Not very good. All right, that does it for us. Angels minus 170 here at the South Point. You see those numbers. Total of six and a half. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you want to, if you miss out any part of the show, vsid.com slash podcast. Of course, that's where you're going to go, but cannot emphasize enough. vsid.com slash subscribe if you haven't already. College Football Guide is out now. And, of course, the NFL Guide's coming soon. I just finished up the Baltimore Ravens today, Matt. Come on. There's a lot of good information in that thing. We'll see you tomorrow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.